All right, my side, welcome to yet another episode of Total 90 Football. This week, we have three special guests with us. Um, the Chad and Gavin, same way. Um, they'll be back with us. But today, we have none other than the famous William Leon, you know, our great Chelsea fan over there, accompanied by Tariq and Benji. And they'll introduce us. One and all, one and all is sensible. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. So, so yeah, so we're going to jump straight in and we're going to have introductions as usual. Each person will tell us, um, of course, the names, what club they support, when they started to support that club and what football player got them to pay attention to the sport. And then we start with Willie and then we go on from there. Uh, yo, yo, yo. Uh, I'm William Leon. I'm a very Chelsea fan. I'm a very young individual, so <laughs> wait, you did you did say you didn't want to know of when when I started to support the club? Yeah. Alright. I mean I started the sport at a young age still. I wasn't really interested in football as a young youth. Is um I never I used to play football but it never, you know, just a ramp wrong thing. And I think I did um, I do a sound like bandwagonist, but I used to be a fan of Arsenal. Wow. <laughs> wow. I used to be a fan of Arsenal because I watch Henry. I watch Henry play, but I, it never serious. I'm like, yo, okay, yo, this team kind of looks good, is it me? But I just watch Henry play now and then, and then eventually when Henry go to Barca, I start like look for Barca and say, all right, it's me my side. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm fresh off the boat, is it? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man. So after Barca, no, you know, I kinda I kinda get bored of it. So this one time I did see Chelsea and then and then I move on to a new striker, drug bar. And now from then I did start to support them, but like it never still serious as yet until it was 2011. And I saw the Chelsea versus Barca game. The second leg was the first game I actually watched, as in like a full match. And then I did take it in. And then after Torres scored that goal, Kevin looked at me. I was watching with Kevin, and Kevin looked at me and said, This is why we love football. And then from that day on, I did support Chelsea. Like fully, I did start watch football. I fell in love with football. I watched the Bayern final, celebrated everything all the good stuff i, I started I'm to enjoy football everything all right fair 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 yeah man and so so just to be clear you bring chelsea right yeah okay <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just, just, for sure for sure for and sure. the player that you really start pre to make you watch ball is drug would, that be, would that be technically honorary but Honey, like, all right Technically, yeah. All right, no worries. It sounds good. So yeah, man. So we we'll just move on now to Benji, and then we can hear what you have to say. Yes. Yeah, so thank you for having me on your your podcast, bro. No Name is Christian Benjamin. Um, a Liverpool Liverpool supporter, faithful, diehard Liverpool supporter. Grew up grew up in a footballing home. Father watch it, grandfather, mother watch it, everybody watch it. So you know, football on a whole, just a you know, grew up loving it. So. What was the other question? Um, what what team you support and what player get you to start? Well, growing up watching Liverpool, obviously, 
Watching, watching Steven Gerrard straight up. Steven Gerrard is my goat for sure, for sure. Um, watching him grow as a player, you know, it was very. As, as I say, I was watching it from a little you, bro. Like, say, 2000, 2002, 2001. I never watched cartoons, bro. That's football all the time. Football, football, football. <laughs> Literally, I grew up in that type of environment. So, Steven Gerrard definitely my goat. I bring England as well, so you see John where I'm coming from. Yeah, well, I mean, Messi is obviously the best football player that I've ever seen play. I'm going to keep it there, keep it real. But the, the impact Steven Gerrard had on me was very, you know, moving. That's all I can say, bro. Honestly. From the comebacks, from the, you know, from everything, bro. So, yes, sir. All right, no problem. So, we have, so far, we have a Chelsea fan, a pool fan. So we're going to move over now to Tariq and hear what you came up to say. Hey man, it's a pleasure being here. And I'm a diehard Manchester United fan too, thick and thin. And interestingly enough, the first ever match I watched was the AC Milan versus Inter Milan match. So as a secondary team, I still you know, follow Inter to like a serious level. But um, I gravitated towards the English Premier League, obviously, because um, you know, it's more broadcasted and I decided, you know what, um, I kind of like look back at the reasons and the history behind Italian clubs and it stems a lot from racism and casting off players. I wanted a more league that was based on inclusion of persons. And the first match I actually happened to watch in the Premier League was a Chelsea versus Manchester United match. Mm-hmm. And the person who had scored, I can't remember exactly um, which year that was, but it was Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So, and I'm a, I was a striker growing up as a young youth. And obviously, you know, you idolize him, think that when coming off the bench to score, you know, he's known as a big piece assassin, come off the bench and score four and everything that, you know, that great champions that you go in before I was watching them. So I kind of gravitated more towards strikers, mainly Solskjaer, Ruth Van Roy, Wayne Rooney. So ever since then, I've just been a fanatic. I just love the philosophy of the club and history. All right. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. So thanks for the intro, guys. And we're going to jump right in. So I'm glad that this week we have a wide, you know, scope of fans because we have a very heated top four race on our hands right now. Because top three, top three. Jaja. <laughs> top three. Come on. Come on. Yeah, keep, it, keep, it, keep it real. Let's go. Fair, fair, fair. Because fair, because that gap boy, I tell you, you know, fair. So yeah. We look and right before the break, you know, when when we had a halt, we saw that the that that the top three <laughs> um, had City, Leicester, and Chelsea, right? Mm-hmm. And where all the points were shared, in my opinion, I was saying, well, you know, Leicester they're probably going to hold it out, you know, and 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 keep third, fourth, you know, the most um, or the least, I should say, and uh-huh. you know, but. We've had quite an interesting turn of events, right? <laughs> Particularly as it pertains it, it, to Chelsea, where, yes, Chelsea been shaky, you know, here and there, but, you know, they'll get a win against City or they will be, you know, whoever. But Chelsea went out three goals to none to Sheffield United. And mind you, I understand Sheffield has been doing really, really well, you know, keeping clean sheets being in fifth and sixth, but come on. And at, at a time like this, when you have Champions League football on the line, you're going to go away and lose three goals to nil to Chelsea. William, please, as a Chelsea fan, explain this to me. What's going on? 
Why you know so, um, I extremely disappointed Lampard still like like the way he's the way he's chooses to um start like certain people. Like, I don't agree with Mason Mount starting every time still. Like his lineup, yes, we had a transfer ban, right? And in the earlier season we can see that Lampard has the ability to attack. And we had a good run, we got consecutive wins. And we started to lose again because teams started to figure out how Lampard attacks. He, he, I wouldn't say he's one-dimensional, but what he wants on a team, the team can't do it. And Mason Mount is not the person to do it. I wouldn't say he's the main problem, right? But like Lampard should choose another playmaker. Mason Mount cannot create. Neither can Barkley. We, can, we once saw Pulisic sub on for Mason Mount and he played Cam. And he played Cam very terrific. And then I, I'm saying that Lampard should use a different approach in games in terms of attacking, but he keeps on doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. And we also have defensive problems, obviously, and Kepa have been off um, defense, <laughs> off uh, like, like, He's the most expensive. All right, all right. Kepa is the most expensive keeper, right? He didn't ask for that price tag, you know. He did not ask for that price tag, but Chelsea paid for it. And it's okay to have expectations, but Kepa is not a world-class keeper to me. He's probably better than average at most. For now, he's a good keeper. He's a good keeper, but I haven't seen him to a level where I say, yo, Jano, this man is world-class, you know. Like, man like Dave or Black, Terstegen, you don't see Kepa making those saves. Alisson. Yeah, 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 Don't forget. Yeah, don't forget Alisson. Terrific pool, pool goalkeeper. Had a great season. But yeah, but right now, I just want top four. I don't care where you finish. Man United can finish 10 points above us. I really don't care. I just want top four right now. That's that's all I'm begging for. And with Leicester losing, that gives Chelsea a lifeline. And um, I hope Lampard can capitalize on that. I mm-hmm. hope he saw errors in the Sheffield match and fix them. We'll have Kovacic coming back from injury. Kante is still injured. Billy Gilmore is out for the season. We still have Jorginho. So I hope we can see the season finish top four. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. So let's just, let's just jump over now to where I'm looking at the table, right? And we see Chelsea on 60 points, Leicester on 59, a point behind Chelsea, and Manchester United on 58, right? But Manchester United, of course, the devil game in hand, which will be played tomorrow. Now, Terry, tell me before you do, though, before you do, right? Manchester United has been on fire. Right, breaking records, you know, um, first team to win, um, what was it, three games back to back to back by three goals or yeah. more. Um, you know, and the whole works. But we know Manchester United, especially in the past seven years, where every time it comes down to a critical moment for them to, 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 to do what needs to be done, yeah. they fall apart. True, true, true. Southampton has been in great form. So what are your expectations for tomorrow? Okay, honestly, what I need to see is an unchanged lineup. Like, really and truly, there should be no changes to the starting lineup because Southampton, as you know, as you said, they've been informed, especially with Danny Ings. So you can't afford to just change something that has been working. You have to go with the same approach. 
agree. So that is the first and most important thing, the exact starting lineup. And we really need to just take our chances and just hope for the best because right now I think, you know, Marshall, he's been leading the line pretty well of late. And of course, you know, Mason Greenwood has been on fire, like absolute. So you just need to make sure you get the ball to those guys. And what I'm hoping for is that Rush will be a little bit more clinical in front of goal because he tends to get himself into some really good chances. And unfortunately, he has, you know, the most missed chances as a forward from a top six team. So I'm just hoping, you know, Mm-mm. we don't... Yeah, yeah. That does sound good. Yeah, that's true, though. Like, he does miss a lot of chances. but he also, Wait, More than Tommy Abraham? Yeah, I think so. I think he has, like, a, a start of, like, missing, like, 40 big chances so far. Oh, Allah. Allah. Oh. Right. So those are the things, you know, that we just need to make sure that we're going to the game and just, you know, just score because defensively, you know, I think that is the only real issue that we have in the team where, you know, I think Luke Shaw is an average player. He's been playing well of late, but still he seems to sleep every now and then, as seen in the Tottenham game. Um, Harry Maguire, I'm not sold on him. At all, it's also yeah. I'm not yeah, I'm not I'm not, those, I'm not sold anymore. Not sold. Like, <laughs> man, let's be real. He's he's not worth eighty million. You know, again, like as we said, you know, he didn't ask for the price, so I can't really kill him for that. But I don't think he's worth forty. But all right. Yeah, he's not even worth forty. I personally, I like price him at like twenty million bucks. But <laughs> no, as in that's a good price though. But being real, you know, he's an English defender, an English person, and we've seen over the years where English players are overrated and overpriced. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So if you look at how he defends and everything and how he reads the game, he tends to play a little bit slow. So I'm hoping that he, you know, he's a little bit more sharp in the game tomorrow. And with Lindelof, who is again another average defender. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's an average defender. Not overpriced, but he's average. He doesn't really have that much to add to his game. But he's a little bit faster than my boy, and I'm just hoping that they can communicate tomorrow. So yeah, and when this one soccer, I have nothing to comment about it because he's excellent. All right, that's definitely fair. So, <laughs> uh, so let's jump over to the most comfortable person now on the chat. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sitting yes, sir. comfortably at top with 30 games, one, three games drawn, and only two lost, 93 points, playing for fun at this point. Um, you know, trying to get over the century. Break records, Not, trying to break, know, break records. records. You know, yeah, man. Looking down from all the way up there with that uh-huh. um, 21-point <laughs> gap. Even though the top race is, um, the top four races is not your concern at this point. How, how do you think it will end? Who do you think will make the other three slots? <laughs> That's a tricky question, because I can't really... Well, Manu, I think Manu for sure. Manu, Manu they on form right now still, mm-hmm. and I believe that I believe they can get the job done to be to to, to finish in the top four for sure. Leicester, no, Leicester is where I see the Leicester might be the one to fall out of the top four. To be honest, due to the fact that I don't know, I really don't know what Brandon Rogers is doing over there, especially <laughs> knowing that, especially knowing that you know you have this advantage over Manu. You know, he should. Uh, trying to capitalize what um yeah so obviously liverpool obviously liverpool um city chelsea manu that is that's literally how i see finishing honestly 
Maybe Leicester, I don't know if Leicester can dig deep still. If Leicester can dig deep, yeah, it's possible still if they don't lose. And Manu, why Europa? You get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. Because yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the fixtures right now, and Chelsea, they have a free game versus Norwich, which, you know, mm-hmm. Norwich is already gone. So hopefully, right. for Willie Sick. Or Willie, Norwich in quotations. Norwich in quotations. Because me and Willie talk about these things on a daily. But for his sake, I really hope Chelsea don't even think Can about dropping <laughs> points against Norwich, a team that has nothing to play for. But, I agree. But I'm looking right here, and in my opinion, I think that if it plays out a certain way, Wolves might have a really late say in all of this because Let's see. right, Chelsea has been mm-hmm. up and down, but Leicester has really tough games left. They have Sheffield, Spurs, and United. I think points are going to be dropped there for sure. So they, would have to, they would have to definitely dig deep for that, bro. Dig definitely. very deep. And yeah. Wolves, they have Burnley, Crystal Palace, and Chelsea. In my opinion, Wolves can win those three games. And oh, you, you have, to, you have to keep in mind Wolves also has, have Europe you know, to, to focus on as well. That is also true. That so, is also true. That being the case, maybe you know, you never know if they're all is in reaching mm-hmm. to the top four because they have an opportunity playing against Olympiacos to, you know, reach quarterfinals, which would be, you know, big. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you have to take that into consideration as well. Definitely. Definitely. So all right, all right. I see where you, I see what you're saying, but I really think mm-hmm. it's gonna be tough for Wolves because they have that they have Europa. And I think that they should definitely be trying to Go all out for that. Looking at yeah. um, Europe more than how they yeah. look at top. Again, right. yeah, right, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I agree. I'm just get Chelsea for place. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, Willie, Willie, what do you think? I mean, I mean, I mean, we might never mm-hmm. know. Chelsea could beat Bayern, you know. Win Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> remind, remind me to score the first leg. Remind me to score the first leg. Turn it, turn it. Just look for jersey. Just look for jersey. <laughs> oh, my word. All right. yeah. No problem. So, as we know, um, yeah, we're going to change gears here a bit. So, as we know, um, Manchester City has a pending ban um, that we should hear the final results tomorrow morning. Um, whether or not they'll be banned for, you know, the ban for two years will be um, sustained or reduced to one year or done away with. So if Manchester City gets banned, we know that that changes the dynamic of the table. Um, uh-huh. You know, even eighth place could make it to, um, you know, to play. Top four. The, you know, yeah, it changes the whole dynamic of the thing. So... This is free for all, but do we think that Manchester City should be banned? And if so, how will hmm. that shape the Premier League and Europe for the next two seasons? Well, I mean, you know, who are we? Turkey, you want to go first? All right, I'll go. I'm, I'll go. I'm saying, as a Chelsea fan still, I carry this number City. You see me? So it would have been kind of hypocritical if we say, yo, they deserve to get banned. Mm-hmm. But yo, anything, anything to make top four, you know, I'll, I'll take anything. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but I mean, based on financial fair play, I do think this should get banned. 
Because I think FFP was made after what, 2012, 2011, something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, somewhere around. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, rules are rules still, isn't it? So yeah. All right, but all right. With my thing now, personally, I feel as if FFP is a little bit bogus in the sense, or I mean, for the one person, what I think is going to happen first and foremost is that it will be reduced to one year, or there'll be no ban whatsoever. Right. Mm -hmm. The Civil football group is meticulous and notorious for being very powerful and having influence within the football community and society. Mm -hmm. Right, that's that's just that's that's just a fact, and that's what mm -hmm. it's right now. FFP, you know, always, probably, yeah, it, it always, and FFP, you know, mm -hmm. is just something to me that needs to be revisited and reviewed because it's not even used properly. Like, look at PSG per se, like when they got into financial fair play problems and it just went away magically, you know. So mm -hmm. I feel as if City won't be, you know, any of us. I don't know. I just don't think they'll get banged, or if they do, it'll just be one year. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I believe that should be banned. But as as Tariq was saying, you know, it kind it very difficult still because, as he said, the the family that owns the family that owns Man City, they're a very powerful family, mm -hmm. and you know how football run, very political. So, with that being said. I can't really say. By rules, they should be banned. By the rules, they should be banned. Yeah. However, I can't. I can't tell you if they are going to be. I hope. I hope they. Not say I hope, but if you, you breach, it is a breach of the financial rules. So you should be banned. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. Whether a year, two years, I don't know how they're going to come to the conclusion of how long, but they should be banned because it's a breach of the. Financial—it's as simple as that, bro. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah, and simple as that. I agree for sure because, in my opinion, right, you have clubs, you know, prestigious clubs that have spent decades, uh, right, building their brand. You know, finding players, battling it all, whether it's financially or you know, horrible way. From 19, how long, you know, all, all the way till now, just working, building, building to get to uh -huh. places like Real Madrid and Barcelona and Manu and Pool and and um and 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 and, and we can't even throw in Arsenal or you know or or, or whoever you know spent this yeah. all this time, all these years, grandparents' years to get where they are today with their prestige, and then you have some rich people that's going to be like. You know what? Let me go buy some football. I'm gonna go buy some exactly. I'm just throwing which, some which, money. Which, yeah. which, which um now messed the market up full time, bro. Exactly. Oh, like that. Man City, Man City is the reason. Man City is the reason why the prices are so inflated for ball. PS, Man City and PSG as well. PSG, PSG as well. It's in the same, yeah. same family. Exactly. Same because, my knowledge. Yeah, because. You have Neymar at Barca. Oh yeah, doing well, blah blah blah. And PS and Barca, right? And no fault of their own. Set the release clause at two hundred and twenty-two um, um, <laughs> million dollars, right? <laughs> thinking, yeah. thinking nobody that you know yeah. nobody in their right mind will pick up two hundred million dollars to come for this player. And PSG say, all right, hello. Yes, sir. We have two hundred million dollars ready, <laughs> right? And Barca fought tooth and nail to keep Neymar, and here we are today. And then, when that fee went through, even La Liga tried to stop the move. Yeah. Uh -huh. And when that went through, other clubs are like, "Hold on, man. 
<laughs> Harry Maguire can sell for 80 million. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Oh and then yeah. we have clubs that 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 not helping the issue by paying that money uh-huh. in the same breath, right? Nobody's willing to stand their grounds and be like, oh no, no, what no, no, because of PSG and Man City, the benchmark for any decent player, not even good, you know, are very good. Any decent player is 100 mil. That's where the bargaining price starts. Uh-huh. In my opinion, these guys should pay for that, right? Exactly. Because football uh-huh. is more than money. It's more than more than who have the biggest checkbook. It's about passion and fighting and finding the right players, finding the right coach, whatever. You know. So, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, so, so I, I, I think them should ban City for as long as they feel like the ban. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> okay. I agree. That's that's I true agree. still. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, as in, okay. hopefully, like, if that were to happen, then probably, like, set a precedent for other teams of power to, like, slow down in terms of, you know, inflated spending and, you know, just abuse of the whole system. Well, in light of this corona thing, in light of this COVID thing still, um, you don't know, price is going to be, price is going to drop, price is already dropping on yeah, some yeah. of these ballers. So, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, I really hoping that could play a role in it because... You know, clubs, A, they need players still, and B, some of these clubs have suffered to a great um, point where, you know, not having, you know, not having crowds in there to buy tickets, you know, whatever the case might be. So they need to fund, you know, the clubs. And if this means to sell a player on a bargain, then, you know, that's probably what exactly. we're going to have to do. So, so hopefully that kind of brings the market back to, you know, a place where it actually makes sense. As opposed to the moment you reach to a player and the club doesn't want to sell that player, like, oh, 100 mil, 120 mil. You know, mm-hmm. so hopefully that fixes that. So, for the final segment, we want to talk about something here that might turn out to be a little bit um, controversial. But seeing that we have, um, you know, a fan from almost every club in the top six, we want to talk about which player on. Which player on each top six side do you think is the worst player on that? <laughs> All right. right. I, like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I feel I feel like we should start for the top. Fun yeah, top. yeah, yeah. I agreed. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, Let's, yeah, start yeah, agree. <laughs> Let's start uh, with Liverpool. Let's start with yeah, and and see. So I I'm the one to, I'm the one to tell you who's the worst player on my team. That's or can one Tarek, you tell me who's the worst person on my team. Oh, as in we're doing it like, like, we start with oh, like, how we're doing it. Oh, yes. that makes it more interesting. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so for Liverpool, the worst player to me. Uh, all right, let me think of like players who actually play. I mean, yeah, the worst, yeah. Really so, we, use, yeah. like a player that doesn't really get the game time. Yeah, so just, yeah, so we're going to use the first player, like the player that starts, like, you know, you can't say um, from the, from each match. If that makes sense. So from a starting XI? The starting eleven, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the starting eleven. The worst player in the side. Oh wow. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, oh, that's, that's what you wanted. Oh, okay. Whole team. And I thought it was only a whole team. I mean, no, I think sense. everybody could find the most like bread player um on the starting But yeah, man, so we're gonna start with starting eleven. Oh wow, all right. Liverpool worst player in the starting eleven. That's actually pretty tough considering, uh-huh. you know, they've all been playing fantastically through the season. Uh, I just have to give them credit where it's due. Not but, for me, but go on. <laughs> but, I mean, I'll pick out certain persons. Huh. And one yeah. person I'll say that, you know, to me, hasn't 
really been as phenomenal this season is Andy Robertson. Jaja, who? Hmm, all right. All right. That's, just, that's just my opinion. All I think right. was, no worries. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. The, uh, I did sorry, not see sorry. that coming, but all right. Very, very tough judgment on left back. <laughs> that has to be from recent form. That has right. to be from recent form. That has to be. No, I was in, I'm just saying, you know, in the starting XI right now, tough stuff. He's just not as, you know. <laughs> all right. Rest. All right, boss. Uh, no worries. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So we move on to City. Um, for me, I guess I could do the city, and without a shadow of a doubt, it's Benjamin Mendy. Oh, <laughs> hands down. I agree. I, don't have to, I, have I agree. To think I agree. Right. No, Mendy, Benjamin Mendy is a headache. Absolute yeah, headache. This man is a big farmer man that just running down the left um, um wing or flank and just doing whatever he feel like doing. And and city and, winning, and city and France winning bare trophy, and this man just on the bandwagon. <laughs> up and no, down, yeah, making tweets and going yeah, 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 and I'm just kicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mendy back. Yeah, man. Yeah, Mendy back. What's the next side? Um, Chelsea. Man, could take a look at Chelsea. Chelsea. Oh, oh God. All right. Tell me about Chelsea. I really. But hey, oh, Jordi can I say Jordi? No, but he doesn't really start though. Jordi's not good, bro. Oh, wow. What? No, man, I can't. As in, as in, no, listen, listen. Okay, right, listen. Tarek, I said, Tommy first. I'm, all right, this one, I said, Tommy first. I was like, thinking about, like, you know, he's probably not as good, but he's been doing pretty decent for this. But, but Jorginho, to me personally, he's really not that good. And he starts up showing it. Like, his numbers have dropped phenomenally. Worst no, 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 George, uh, I just say, I just say, I just say. No, um, bro. It has, it has to be Tommy, dog. It has to be Tommy. Yeah, I, I, I feel Tommy. I feel Tommy, like Tommy has a lot of potential still. So, okay, I don't know if I'd say he, Tommy still. Yeah, that's why he, has a, he, he has a lot. Of, he, he has a lot of potential. He, he really does, does, but I don't think him go reach a point where him you go be like, yo, he must start for Chelsea. See how so world man like Werner coming in, mm-hmm, see mm-hmm. possibly Havertz. I, I don't I'm not going to say yo, Tommy is the man to start for Chelsea. I wouldn't say so that. So it's gonna be tough still. Wait, sir? Who's the worst player to you on your team? I would say right now it's Tommy. It has to be okay, Tommy. Okay. Tommy worse than Rudiger? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tommy not pulling him weight. Tommy not pulling him weight to me. And Rudiger going to pull his weight? Tommy not pulling him weight. <laughs> bro, uh, Kepa. Kepa literally. Kepa literally. No, no. I, 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 I would say Kepa. I would say Kepa for real. Yeah. I would say Kepa for real. I would say Kepa for real. Kepa is statistically the worst keeper yeah, yeah. in the Kepa, Premier Because Kepa. Kepa whole season, disaster. Uh-huh. The one has not yeah, consistently garbage for you. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, yeah. I kind of, Zuma has a shout in there as well. I'm not going to lie. Still. What? Zuma, <laughs> you're best in the work. But that's sad. 
United now. Who is in the best player? The, the worst player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, it has to, it has to be Luke Shaw. Yeah, Luke Shaw. It has to be Luke Shaw. The weakest link. Luke, Luke Shaw is definitely right. the weakest link in the field, though. Either it is either Luke Shaw to me or Maguire or one of the center box. United have a lot to look at because because <laughs> the starting. <laughs> so who we have in the side now? Starting right now, right? They have been the ones that I've been going through the whole season because for me on that right wing I have a fellow named Dan James, right? Oh boy! I, I mean, think, but, I think, I mean, I right, think we'll talk about when this young man is playing football, it's like he's reading from a textbook on how to play football. It's like him say, "All right, read. Let's run down the right wing real quick. All right, run." <laughs> Okay, no, 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 I'm in the box, so no what? All right, let me cry. Dan James is the, is the biggest non-footballer, in my opinion, probably in the whole team. Honestly, yeah, yeah, Dan James, he actually shocked me. Like, when we first That's got him. That. that was my yeah. choice. Mm-hmm. When we first got him, to be honest, I wasn't expecting anything. I was like, oh, you know, this, this fast guy from Swansea, you know, that's, that makes a nice bench. And mm-hmm. it wasn't his fault for being thrust into the starting exile because he wasn't expecting to play, but we really had, like, little options on the way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he started August hot. Like, three games in, like, his first four matches. I was like, wow, you know? But since those three goals, I think he went on, like, an extreme drought up until God knows when. I mean, he's still on that drought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And that's, 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 that's sad. But at the same time, mm. I don't kill him is because, you know, I've never well, really seen him as an actual starter. That's like, that's why I put yeah, it on because you're, Yeah, because you know the quality already. Yeah, yeah that's true. I didn't that's expect true. much from that yeah. James to begin with. I but mean, Luke I don't now. think he expects too much from himself because I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think that this man is still shocked that he's at this club because he's... Yeah, I agree. He's starstruck. Yeah. He's, he's living that dream. This for the whole year. You know, so, so, so yeah. Um, you can see what him scoring goal against Chelsea, like, you know? ブロックスタレブレイ。ブロックスタレブレイ。ブロックスタレブレイ。ブロックスタレブレイ。ブロックスタレブレイ。ブロックスタレブレイ。ブロックスタレブレイ。ブロックスタレブレイ。ブロック
that's fair. That's fair. I, I was just about right before we end. I have to say, I am shocked that we said Andy was the worst player on pool side in this season. <laughs> in my opinion, Robert Firmino is the worst, oh <laughs> the absolute God. worst oh toxic striker this year. And before we say anything else. Yes, I know that Poole call him the defensive link-up wing-back CDM striker, wherever you want. <laughs> but there's no way you can be the starting nine for a top six team and not score at home for over a year. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's pretty pathetic. Impossible. But I mean... I, yes, a link-up No, play, that is pathetic, though, yeah. Yes, a link-up play. Yes, you help Mania and Salah. But my God, man, even one goal... Even one goal, bro, but zero at home in front of your fans who are cheering you on and push you on, and 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 you know you're playing for the home crowd. No, I, I, I have one thing to defend Firmino with still, mm-hmm. and that's basically that you know he was never a striker to begin with. Yeah, you know, he, he was, was never a striker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he Bobby was a was... hockey midfielder. Yeah, and yeah. personally, he had to take on the burden of playing the number nine role because yeah. Oh, no, wait, wait, I, I'm so sorry about that. Fellas, I'm so sorry about that. No, man, what, what, yeah, yeah. no, no, we're been here and we're talking died, about, so yeah, we're talking about Roberto Firmino. Okay. Yeah, Osama, right, Osama said he thinks he's the worst player. What yeah, but, but I'm saying, you know, yeah. I'm defending him, saying that even though, yes, he hasn't, you know, he has some like pathetic stats, like not scoring at home like the whole season, but I come to his defense saying that, you know, his natural position is on midfield, like a camp. Yes, you know, he's sir. A take on the burden of playing the number nine role, so he's not naturally. Right. I mean, yes, you can say he's been in the role for like some time now, but it's not his natural role. Yeah, no, he doesn't role. have a. Yeah. I, I he doesn't have a eye. Right, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I understand who compare, that. This right? is who you compare Robert Robert mm-hmm. Firmino to. Mm-hmm. You compare you compare Robert Firmino to Dennis Bergkamp in a way where if mm-hmm. you look at Dennis Bergkamp's stats. Mm-hmm. He probably averaged less than seven goals each season. I can guarantee you that. In mm-hmm. overall. His his um goals tally overall mm-hmm. is very it's not it's not anything I just say oh Dennis you get what I say but mm-hmm. the way that he plays football is elegant if you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying yeah. I agree I Bobby's agree. Im- Bobby's importance to Liverpool is his positioning Bobby's pressing his defense from the front his pressing his ability to press his willingness to press is very is very impressive for a player of his you know his. I want you to understand that Bobby's role is not to score goals in outside. He was not bought to score goals. He was bought to... He's the system that Klopp plays. He's the perfect player for that system because the wingers that we have are basically strikers. Yeah. So he just fills the space in between, which is, which I, this is where the comparison with Birdcamp comes. His intelligence on the ball and off the ball is phenomenal for a player... For, for, for him, it's very phenomenal. I'm not going to lie. So, when you're looking at Bobby Fermini, I don't want you to look at the, the goals, his stats. You have to look at his play, the way that he mm-hmm. plays in the system that we have. Mm-hmm. Not saying that he's a system player, because I believe that if Bobby's in a different element, he can provide a different um, outcome, if you understand what I'm saying. But for yeah. the system, he's a perfect player. And I don't agree with him being the, you know, the worst player for mm-hmm. the season. Even though his record right now, mm-hmm. his record right now in front of goal is terrible still yeah. at home, but I let that slide because of the, you know, his impact, bro. It's just crazy. He's he's selfless, bro. Like this, this man, this man in the last, not the last match, the match before. This man, um, who passed it? I think Mane passed the ball across the box. Instead of shoot, he could have. He had all right to shoot. 
this man stepped away at Salah so that Salah could, you know, score. Because obviously Salah is trying to chase down the goal end boot. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So those small things are very, very crucial to my side and to the, to the um, you know, to our, to our title run, bro. Like, simple as that. So I can't agree with Bobby being the worst player on my side. No yeah, problem, man. no problem. And that's a very fair point. That's a very fair point, and it makes sense. But here's my issue, right? Uh-huh. If I have a Bobby in my side and, you know, him drop back, him link up, him elegant and all these things, fine. But uh-huh. I has taken 51 shots at home. <laughs> so it's not yeah, like I'm not trying to score. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. has taken, and, and that was a stat that I found two weeks ago, so it might be more, right? Yeah, it is more. It is more. 51 shots at home without finding the net even once. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, 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 I'm going to give that one to you and say, all right, yeah, know, probably we please. don't have Bobby there. So please. You see. The, <laughs> his importance is unreal. Like, yeah. yeah. You see when you're talking about. I don't care about that. You see when you're talking about Firmino, you have to think of the sentence. Firmino walked so Salah and Mane could run. Exactly. You have to think about that. You have to think about yeah, that. He's a linchpin on his inside, to be honest. I mean, and what's there to complain about? If Poole was losing, then I would say, okay, all right, Firmino is a bad player. Blah, blah, blah. But, Liverpool won the league. They won the Champions League last last year with with Firmino in the side in the starting lineup. Firmino is that player for the system, as Benji did say. Mm-hmm. As I say, as I say, compare him to Dennis Bergkamp, bro. That's that's yeah. as, that's, and, as, and, that's and the best and I can give you. Dennis Bergkamp has way more appearances than him, and honestly, way Dennis, yeah, way way more, like hundreds more. And mm-hmm. you know, he's regarded as one of you know the good strikers in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Not great. So, so. Yeah, totally fair. And before I forget, because I almost did, let's look at take a look at Arsenal because <laughs> looking so far down the table and looking at top at ninth. So, but yes, there's still a top six club. So, who is the best, the um, the worst player on the uh, on that team? Because for me, why it's a different. There's one. so many. This uh, one is so many. Players. Yeah, yeah. How is it? How's their starting lineup, bro? I haven't. It was, a, it, it, was it was like choosing the bad player in Liverpool's side. No, it's like choosing a bad player in a bunch of bad players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Um, <laughs> wow. Well, right now for me, David Luiz has been he's been poor. He's I, I can't even understand, poor? bro. This the level. Poor. Uh, well, worse yeah, than. Poor is I keep it simple. I keep it simple still. I keep it simple. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for David Luiz for his past performances. The heart and the soul that he puts out on the field in the in the past, but as I'm saying, I don't know. He's having a big shocker. I'm not sure if his wife left him. His family's yeah. having an issue. Something is happening in his personal life that is affecting him. That is all I, I can say. So yeah, David Lewis for me, bro. I, do, I mean, I don't want to say something happening in Louis's life. I don't want to assume anything, but I feel like Louis is just not serious about Arsenal. He yeah, could not. That could do this. Be he could not do this at Chelsea. He will never do yeah. this at Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. made like like screw up once or twice at Chelsea. I mean, that normally happens, but the man has like his record compared with um, penalties conceded and red cards with Chelsea and Arsenal is way off. It's way, yeah, way, yeah. Off. Like, way, like, way like, off. Like and this man has won Champions League with Chelsea. Yeah, bro. Like, and Premier League. I don't think he's serious about Arsenal, and that's the reason why. But he's I think. Not- yeah, it's between Louise or Lacazette for me. I just oh, all right, all right. Okay. I'm happy I said that. <laughs> all right, I'm happy. All right, I have, I have three players. 
Because, unlike for me, you know, <laughs> this man is not any false nine or this yeah, man. Is not yeah, he's a striker. He's <laughs> a fun <laughs> striker. It's like, he's scored goals. I learned the other day that Antonio from West Ham has scored more away goals in one match. Because <laughs> of the four. Has scored in his entire career at Arsenal. Why? Like I said, it was a good prospect coming. Yeah, I thought it was a good prospect. Yeah, I saw it working. And so. I see where he could be a, a starting player for him for them, but I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell what is happening with Lacazette, bro. Like yeah, his, his run in Leon, his run in Leon, it was very good before he got signed to Arsenal. So it was looking good before he came, bro. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. Yeah. Before um, you know what's going on with the player, you need to know what's going on with the club. Uh, we club, don't know what's going on with the club. Yeah, we don't know true. what's that going on with the club. That as well. That as well. But like for me, well. definitely, definitely Louise and Lacazette. Um, I was going to mention Pepe, but the reason why I've decided to leave him out is one, not giving the benefit of the doubt. It's his first season, yeah, right? Sometimes players need that extra time to actually gel in the system. Yeah. And I feel as if his mm-hmm. price tag has put like an unnecessary pressure on him as well. Yeah. Because yeah. most of the time, yeah. He doesn't perform well, but the whole team around him isn't performing either. So mm-hmm. they just flock to him most of the time. Yeah. You know, and he wasn't necessarily like a great goal scorer. And I feel like they want him to be that kind of person. A lot of people don't know that because he came into the league um, uh, from, from France and he was on 20 something goals. I don't remember if it was 24 or something goals, but 10 of those were penalties. Yeah. Wow. Almost half of those goals. Goals are penalties. So, wow. you know, so of course, you know, when they get the spot kick, you still have to put the ball in the back of the net. Mm. You know, Fox. scoring 10 goals from the spot, you know, it's not that great. But, but, um, but you know, man, them respect, you know, to take the time out and forward. You know, it was a yes, man. Anytime, man. Yeah, man. Much appreciated. Yeah, man. Thank don't. you for having me. Definitely. Um, and we like the vibe. So, till next time. Guidance on the road and take care of ourselves and, mm-hmm. and we will see where this top four race takes us. Yeah, man, we should return for the time there. Yeah, man. Never walk alone. Never walk United finishing third. Man United finishing third. We'll take fourth. We'll take Never walk alone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Let's say our words. All right, All right man. Respects. Go.